You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast that talks about anything concerning screenwriting and the business of screenwriters, which also includes movies and TV shows. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and here in this episode, I'm going to give you my top reasons why I started this show, what you can expect from this one that you're not getting from any other shows that are similar to mine. I also have a few handy tips for you screenwriters, aspiring ones, so you can apply these tips to your next project. And I will also give you another movie or TV show review, followed by my favorite line of dialogue for this episode. So why don't we just get started on this one. So in the very first ever episode of the show, I not only introduced myself, but I also narrated how I got into the whole movie business and what my passion really was. At least I did. For those of you who missed it, it's screenwriting. It's writing in general. Not general, but screenwriting, specifically. What I didn't tell you, though, is why I started the show and what you're getting from me that you ain't getting from other shows that are similar in concept and format to mine. And here are those reasons. So the first one, I've been wanting to do this for a while, but the problem was the right format, style, or the content for the show, and the right timing, all which took place with the first recording of the first episode of the show. My second reason, I've come across a lot of criticisms for movies and television shows, and a lot of them are super biased. They're too subjective. They never really offer any useful suggestions or they'd never really touch on the positives. All these reviewers do, they just tear it apart. They tear the movie or television show apart. And they just only talk about the negative. What was also interesting was during this time when I came across a lot of these criticisms, what was interesting is that I conducted my own experiment. Now, I don't know if I told you this in the previous episode, but in any case, I'm going to tell you now. So what happened was I picked five movies that were criticized, heavily criticized, you know, with bad criticisms and bad reviews, bad stars. And by bad stars, I mean one-star rating, two-star ratings, that sort of thing. I also took movies that were given five-star ratings and who were praised, heavily praised. And guess what I found? I found that the five movies that were heavily criticized were 
actually the good ones. They were great. As opposed to the ones that received praise and five stars. They were not as good or the quality was missing. So, that's the second reason why I'm doing this show. is because of the types of criticisms that I've come across. But the third one, I don't know if this is going to surprise you or not, but the third one is after being a subscriber for the Script Notes podcast, which is a podcast offered by John August, a very famous screenwriter in Hollywood. Now, I've had the good fortune of meeting him because it was kind of a coincidence because there was this uh, project that I was volunteering for and little did I know that that's what I was doing. I was actually volunteering for his project, for his podcast, filming it all. So that was a interesting experience. Now, John August, in that podcast, Script Notes podcast, he actually has a segment called One Cool Thing towards the end of the episode. And he closes out that episode with that one cool thing. I felt like I could do something similar for this show, which is what I'm doing right now. And my final reason is because my experience has given me some new insights into the industry, and that also means for you that I can offer you a fresh perspective that you would not hear from anybody else who is working in the industry. Now, that is a benefit as to what you're getting from this show. Now, let's officially move on to what you're getting from this show that you're not getting anywhere else from shows like mine. What you're getting is something unbiased when I review movies or TV shows. That's the first benefit of going with my show or for subscribing to my show. Again, my second reason, I go back to my experience. I reference my experience. Because of my experience and the new insights that I've gained means I can offer you solutions than just tell you what it is. Because when somebody asks hey, how do I make it in the industry? Or, hey, how do I become a screenwriter or a filmmaker in the industry? A lot of the industry professionals, what they normally do is they just tell you as it is and they don't really give you any encouragement. They don't really give you any workable solutions as to how you could make it. Now, I don't disagree with the facts. I don't disagree that it's tough in the industry. But rather than just tell you as it is, you can actually encourage 
an aspiring individual who wants to get into the industry to make it, you can offer solutions. This is where I come in. Third reason, now because of who I am, I'm direct, and because of that, if you're looking for something that is straight talk with no nonsense in between, I'm going to give you exactly that. No nonsense and no whatever in the middle that's stopping you from getting all that to the point. And the fourth and final benefit is sometimes I may engage in a story that I've written or that's something that, that inspires me because I've come across stories that have inspired me that I was intrigued with. But there are also stories that I sometimes come up with from the inspiration that I got from the others. So there you have it, folks. The four benefits of why this show is beneficial for you and why you should come to this show than any other shows. Now, I did say that one of the benefits of listening to this show is that it offers you solutions rather than just telling you how it is in the industry. And one of the solutions is me offering handy tips for aspiring screenwriters or seasoned screenwriters for their next project. Now, before I do that, let's cut to a break and continue from there. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters, and then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the Screenwriting U courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry, and you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. Welcome back. So we're going to move on to the tips that I mentioned for aspiring screenwriters or for seasoned screenwriters for their next project. Or maybe this is for the project that they're already working on. So when you pick a topic, find out what the audience knows about that chosen topic and ask yourselves this question. What do I know that my target audience doesn't already know? <laughs> so this is like when you're writing an essay for college. This is something similar that you would do when you're picking a topic for your essay, you're actually researching it, and you're asking yourself, what do I know about this topic that my reader doesn't already know? 
what nuance can I bring to it? So that's the idea behind tip number one. So tip number two is actually using your creativity to present this nuance of the topic when you are developing your idea or screenplay. So that's the crux of it. Use your creativity in a way that is interesting to the audience because the audience gets to learn something and gets to appreciate how creatively you have presented this to them. Believe me, there will be critics who will criticize you for it, but at the end of the day, you will get some appreciators. You will get some fans. My third tip, this goes for everybody. This goes for every single screenwriter. Avoid any and all cliches, predictable storylines, and on-the-nose dialogue. You want to make your dialogue memorable. You want to make your characters memorable. You want to make your characters such that people can vouch for either one or two of the characters. Which leads me to the fourth tip about researching your characters because when you research your characters, there is a good chance that your audience will vouch for your characters. Final tip, have someone read your script objectively, of course, and give you feedback. No, that can't be a close friend or a family member because all they'll do is they'll tell you, this is great, Steven Spielberg should direct this, or this is great, insert name of famous director should direct this. They won't really give you any useful feedback. They won't give you anything that will help you improve your work. The goal here is you need somebody who will give you feedback that will improve your work, somebody objective. But having said that, you want to stay away from somebody who's too subjective. Meaning, you don't want someone who's too opinionated. And you don't want someone who unnecessarily gives you feedback or unnecessarily points the bad stuff or say shit like, this is unrealistic or this is not believable. Have them explain why that is. So that's an extension of my final tip. Now, having done all this, how about I take you now to a TV show review? Now, I know I said it's going to be a, either a movie review or a TV show review, so I've chosen a TV show review for this episode. And the TV show I'm reviewing is called Sliders. Now, Sliders was initially aired back in 1995. 
And the story goes something like this. The protagonist, or the main lead, Quinn Mallory, he apparently was working on an anti-gravitational device. Fortunately for him, it turned out to be something else. It turned out to be a device that can open wormholes to parallel worlds. Unfortunately for him, it was not as expected. And when he discovered what it can do, that's when the journey started. What actually happened was he and four, three others, not four, three others got sucked in to the wormhole. And then the story begins. Now, the basic premise of Sliders is this. What if you found a portal to a parallel universe? What if you could go or slide into a thousands of different worlds? It's the same year, same planet, different dimension. You're the same. Everything else is different. So that's the basic premise. Now, what I liked about this show was some of the worlds that were explored had some nuances to it, like Australia being the superpower or places like Russia taking over America or the British for that matter, taking over America, where the revolution of 1776 never happened. And what's even interesting is how these characters reacted when they met their doppelgangers. So which is actually why when I see someone of interest, I'm, and when I say of interest, I mean something who shares the same interests and topics like I do. I ask them, hey, what do you think your doppelganger might have been doing in a parallel world? And he or she would come up with, something that they never did because I'm going to sidestep it here and I'm going to tell you that Michio Kaku, the astrophysicist or the quantum physicist, actually wrote a book about this. It's called Parallel and you can try to source it from your local library I'm pretty sure it exists, and I'm pretty sure your university library has a too. It's called Parallel, and it's by Michio Kaku. One of the things he does say is that our doppelgangers practically made choices that we didn't. So whatever choices that you didn't get to make in your lifetime, your doppelganger may have 
easily done that, and things may have been different. So that's practically the show. Did I not like anything? Well, it's probably very little. It's season five of the show. It didn't really take us anywhere, but if you are going to watch the show, watch only from seasons one through to four. They're the only seasons worth watching. Season five, not a big fan. Not a lot to offer, so that's why I'm asking you to stay away from it. Season five of Sliders, that is. And to conclude, the um, Sliders did actually learn a few life lessons on the way. We lost a couple of the members, but. The good news was two new members came in seasons three and seasons four of the show, and they practically learned something along the way. Each learned something along the way, including Colin Mallory. That's actually the brother of Quinn Mallory, and you will find out why in season four, why how he has a brother and why he has a brother. What the backstory behind that is, it's all revealed in season four. Now, because these characters learn something from life, I like to segue into my favorite piece of dialogue for this episode, which comes from my favorite TV show, Smallville, not Supernatural, Smallville, where Martha Kent has this to say. Life only asks of you of what it thinks you can handle. Life only asks of you of what it thinks you can handle. Now think about that. Anything that's happening to you right now, or any time something happened to you, and any time people say, things happen for a reason. This may be why. And this is why it does make a lot of sense because life in general knows you, knows your strengths and weaknesses and it will ask of you of what it can handle, you can handle. Because whatever problems, issues that you're handling right now, you're facing right now, I'm pretty sure you can face it. No problems at the end, no matter how hard you think these problems are. No matter how hard you believe these problems are. So, I'm going to conclude it there with this episode. Thank you for listening. My name is Jared Dean Winchester. You can tune in next fortnight or next two weeks from now. For the next episode of Saturdays with the Story Dude. My name is Jared Dean Winchester. Thanks for listening. And I will catch you next time.